Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Speaking Club podcast. Now this is where I'd normally attempt a joke, but I've decided it's time to try and bring you in on the action. So if you have a clean joke, business or speaking related ideally, um, but not exclusively, that you'd like to share with thousands of people across the globe, then head over to thespeakingclub.com, click the button to record your joke and your name, and you could be opening the show next week. Hey! Welcome to the Speaking Club Podcast, because making them laugh is the secret sauce to your speaking, pitching, and business success. And now your host, Sarah Archer. Hi there, thanks for joining me again on another episode. I hope you're having a fantastic week and a wonderful day. I am, but I am choosing to more and more these days. I'm working on that mindset stuff, keeping positive, thinking about the law of attraction, you know, what you focus on, what you think about is what you get more of. So uh, I'm working on that. I'm not going to just talk about that too much in this episode, maybe a future episode I shall do because I think uh, it's very good. But what I want to talk to you today about is, is kind of a bit more marketing related, but I don't know if you've noticed that I do talk about this a lot in the speaking club. And that's because I believe not only are you marketing your message in your talk, but if you want to get on a stage to speak, then you need to market yourself successfully. And also a big part of that includes showing promoters how working with you will help make their event a success. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. It's what I want to give you some tips on in this episode. So I'm going to share the key things I think you need to demonstrate to be attractive as a speaker to the people that are booking speakers and the things that will separate you from the herd in an event promoter's eyes. Does that sound good? Sound useful? And also, I think it will be useful if you are putting on events. But anyway... Before I do that, before I get started, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Snow Summer 76 who left a smashing review for the show. I guess smashing might not be a word everyone knows. If you haven't heard it before, it means great. It's funny actually because I was working in a multinational company near Munich when I was 21. Shout out to Amadeus. And this, I sent an email to a Spanish colleague who was working, it was a multinational Spanish colleague, and I finished with, have a smashing day, which is something I still do. And he sent me an email back saying, you can smash your day too. So that was quite, I thought it was funny. Anyway, back to Snow Summer 76 and what they had to say. I love Sarah's podcasts. They are the ideal length of about 15 minutes, so you can listen to one episode in one go. They're full of useful and interesting content, and I find the takeaway summary at the end very helpful. I love the use of humour throughout as well. Thank you, Sarah. You are very welcome, Snow Summer 76, which is a really cool nom de plume. And obviously, you must live in Britain with a handle like that, because we often get snowy summers. Not Not real snow, but it's a bit chilly compared to other places in the world. Now, if you're a regular listener and you haven't left a rating or review, then I would be chuffed to bits if you could take a couple of minutes to give some feedback on iTunes or wherever you're listening uh, after the show. And there's a link to do that in the show notes. Okay, but let's crack on now to the stuff I want to chat to you about today. 
So the reason this episode came about is because I'm doing some work on my own speaking brand and assets. So I thought I'd share my thoughts, my research and experience in this area with you too. Now, the first thing to say on this topic is this. For companies and event promoters, getting the right speaker is one of the most critical parts of making an event a success. You see, essentially, the speakers are the products at an event. And the right ones are not only going to add to the experience on the day, but they also drive engagement and attendance and ticket sales, if it's a paid event, too. And given that they play such an important role, whoever is booking the speaker, I think, will be looking for specific boxes to be ticked. And based on my experience and research, I think there are nine ingredients that they're going to be looking out for and that you need to demonstrate to them that you have. And I'm going to take you through those nine things now. The first one is engagement. You need to demonstrate that you can grab and keep an audience's attention both at the event and before the event. The second one is connection. See, great speakers are able to make their content authentic and relatable. And as you'd expect me to say, I believe one of the best ways to achieve this is through sharing your stories. Okay. The next one is a strong message. As I mentioned in the last show, you really need to be clear on what problem you solve and the solution you're offering. And that problem should be big and urgent for the audience you're speaking to. And the fourth one is that you add value. It is not good enough to have a great story. You need to add value to your audience by giving them actionable takeaways that they can implement after the event fairly easily. Another powerful ingredient for in-demand speakers is that they make their talk a performance. And for me, this means having um, more energy. As I've, I've said before on many shows, it is a conversation, but you've got to have energy. You've got to give the audience energy and hopefully they will give it back to you. And you've also got to bring the talk alive through the use of voice, movement and your slides and props or whatever else you need. Not to overdo it with those things, but to bring your talk alive, okay? Especially the key points. And the sixth ingredient is that your presentations are memorable. You want to leave your audience inspired and wanting to talk about and share your message. When they leave your talk, if they're going to coffee break, you want them talking about the things you suggested, the things you, maybe the provocative statements that you you had in there or whatever, you want them talking about it. So you, you need to make it memorable. The seventh ingredient for getting booked more often is having an audience. Now, if everything is equal and one speaker has some sort of following, then you can be sure that they'll be the more attractive prospect because of the wider influence that they have, which will help sell tickets or encourage engagement if it's an internal event. Now, the penultimate ingredient is that the speaker cares about making the event a success and they're prepared to invest time and energy in promoting it and engaging with delegates before as well as on the day. 
And then the final ingredient, the ninth ingredient, is that the speaker is easy to work with. Again, everything being equal, people will choose pleasant, considerate, professional speakers over divas. Trust me, no one wants to work with someone who is high maintenance and just want those brown M&Ms. I think there's brown M&Ms. I can't actually remember. Do you know, I've I've been, this is a slight digression here, but it's, I've been off chocolate for a, pretty much a whole year. This is month 10. I've got two months to go and I've not had chocolate. Apart from, I did say that uh, birthday cakes would be an exception. So apart from if there was a chocolate birthday cake, I haven't had chocolate. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, I digress. So don't be a diva, right? Don't be giving people your riders. Otherwise, no one will want to work with you or very few. Maybe you could get away with that if you were... Gary V or I don't know someone super 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 famous but if you are a, a speaker that wants to get paid for gigs and you're not a celebrity then don't ask for those brown M&Ms uh, and the riders good well I think I've done that point to death so what are the best ways to show that you have these ingredients well I'm gonna tell you I think that you need to have some sort of showreel or another video of you speaking so people can see you in action. Obviously, that's pretty, pretty standard, I would think, if you're trying to be a speaker. Now, if you've got other content like a book or a blog or a podcast or vlog that will demonstrate you have an audience or a following, that will be cool too. And be active somewhere on social media because that's they're going to be looking at that. So pick a channel. You don't have to do all of them. Pick a lane, pick a channel. And, and try and engage with people and try and build a following there as well. And also, other critical thing is those testimonials. Because the testimonials will show what you like to work with, will show that you add value, hopefully. And, you know, so think about if you are getting testimonials intentionally and proactively, and you should be, and there's also, uh, just thinking about it on the StoryLab Marketing Podcast, I think there's a whole episode on getting testimonials. It's slightly more related to sort of business rather than speaking, but I think a lot of the same principles apply. Okay, so go and check that out, storylebmarketing.com slash podcast, and you'll get that. Um, so yeah, so think about the testimonials and what you want to demonstrate through them when you're asking for them. Okay, so those are the in nine ingredients. I'll just quickly go through those again. So first is you need to be engaging. The second is you need to be able to connect with people. The third is you need to have a strong message. The fourth is you add value. The fifth is you make your talk a performance. The sixth is that you have a memorable message. The seventh ingredient is having a following or an audience. Uh, the penultimate one, the eighth, is that you care and you show you care about making the event a success. And the last one is that you're easy to work with. Okay. Now, if you're putting on an event yourself, because, you know, as speakers... We often put on events and workshops as well. You need that side hustle sometimes. And you're selecting other speakers to be at your event. Then I think there are some more things that you need to consider in addition to how far they meet these criteria. Firstly, I think you need to be thinking about how their brand and their personality is going to fit with the primary objective of your event. And you also got to think about the goal of their keynote for you, what you want the length of time you want them to talk for, and then the budget that you have to play with. All right. So, you know, thinking about personality, their brand, their keynote goal, 
the time, how long for, and the budget. What I want to do next is just zoom in a little bit on the last couple of ingredients I mentioned so that you can have some specific things. I nearly lost my teeth there. So that you can have some specific things that you can do to increase your chances of being booked. All right. So aside from the obvious things like being polite, being responsive and professional, these are like the basics as far as I'm concerned. Um, If you can make your event promoter's life easier by having the following things ready and available on your website, that would be cool. So here's the things I think you need to be having. A headshot, professionally done and downloadable for them to use in publicity. I think you also need a bio, short, sharp and sexy is how I've been described before. No, I'm just joking. I couldn't resist that one. That's funny. Short is probably the, it's definitely been described as short before. Um, a, a short, sharp and sexy bio that should be available for them to use. A synopsis of your speech, I'd recommend. A little snippet in order to attract people to the event. It's going to be important for the audience to have a taster of what you're going to be talking about. And again, if you've got these readily available, you are going to be ahead of the game. Now, if you really want to take it up a notch and become a promoter's dream, then I would make it clear somewhere on your website that if booked, you will help with the marketing and promotion of the event in order to deliver the message and the goals for them. And this could include things like offering co-branded content, doing a custom video greeting, telling people about the event and your talk, offering to do a guest blog post, providing quotes and and making sure you say that you'll promote the event to your network. The bottom line is this. If you're able to add value ahead of your talk, as well as captivating the audience on the day with your message, stories and delivery, then you will become a highly desirable speaker. Got that? Does that make sense? Smashing. So your takeaways from this show are make sure you have those ingredients. And if you think you're falling short on some of them, then make the investment necessary to level it up. Create marketing assets that will not only help to promote you as a speaker, but will also make it easy for your clients to do business with you and demonstrate that you're going to be an active partner with them in promoting the event. There you go. Hope you found that useful. Thank you so much for listening as ever. Needless to say, of course, that if you do want to level up your speaking game, there are obviously episodes of the Speaking Club I've already recorded that will help you in all of these areas. And they're all completely free. But also to say, if you want to accelerate your growth and get some live coaching from me too, then my story-led speaking program is going to be opening up again in the near future And you can grab a spot on the waiting list for that program at storyledspeaking.com. That's storyledspeaking.com and there'll be a a link in the show notes. And then lastly, don't forget, if you have a joke you want to open the show with, then head over to thespeakingclub.com and record it there. And if I'm inundated, I might have to do some sort of selection. But um, I would love to have one of you guys open up the show um, that would be cool. And last thing to say, if you're not subscribed, hit that button now. And if you could leave a rating or review, then I will love you forever. 
in a short, sharp and sexy way. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You know what I mean. I'll be, I'll be really pleased if you could give me some feedback and leave a rating or review because it helps other people find the show. Well, that's it from me. Have a fantastic week. And don't forget to go out and grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Speaking Club podcast at www.saraharcher.co.uk.